What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. We were talking in rapid fire the other day about the impressive year-to-date stock performance of a lot of the old tech names. Cisco, Oracle, Dell, they're up like 30% year-to-date. Now, the companies hate that old tech label, of course, especially when Oracle's running a $10 billion cloud revenue rate. But the whole reason investors have liked these plays is that they see them catching up with the times and pivoting their business model accordingly. Then you get growth and dividends, sometimes. Anyhow, when I moved on to talk about Apple ahead of this week's product event, when they're launching the iPhone 13, Molly Wood of Marketplace interjected to point out that she frankly would lump Apple with the old tech plays now. And sure enough, we've had one person after another coming on CNBC and shrugging the event off as incremental, not revolutionary, or however the saying goes. To be fair, it's a huge testament to Apple that the very societal epic they pioneered, that of the dazzling live-streamed tech product launch, has now been commoditized. But that's just the way it goes. And again, old tech can still be a pretty lucrative business. And Apple's a nearly $2.5 trillion company now whose shares are still up about 10 or 11% this year. But the product launches that people really care about these days are probably Teslas, cryptos, NFTs. Even Zoomtopia this week was kind of buzzy. Zoom is redesigning its video chat to be launched sometime in the next few months. Tesla, meanwhile, blew people away at its AI day, talking about the computing breakthroughs the company has achieved. And the craziest part is you can still watch the whole thing on YouTube. Here's how one observer described it. Tesla's new Dojo computing architecture got some love with a pretty thorough breakdown of the new system's distributed architecture and interconnected learning units acting like the tensor cores in NVIDIA's latest GPUs. These would be networked together at a fabric and form the building blocks of the Dojo D1 chip, which itself would be arrayed on a single die with the other D1 chips to make up a Dojo tile. Got all that? And you should see what the tile itself looks like. So here's my point. We all acknowledge the massive increase in shares of companies like NVIDIA and AMD as they've pressed ahead on the bleeding edge of computing technology. NVIDIA is up nearly 1,400% over the past five years. But by those very standards, and given the somewhat analogous technology it's apparently working on under the hood and the fact that they also make pretty popular and fun to drive electric vehicles, Tesla's own 1,800% gain over the past five years actually looks kind of in line. Apple shares, meanwhile, are up about 480% during this time. The company may very well have its own fancy computing architecture to show off at other events, but it's not part of this auto chip discussion. As fun as iPhones and watches and AirPods and all the rest of it are, the company just isn't seen as working on anything that could fundamentally change society anymore, the way Tesla could with driverless cars if Dojo actually works. If the leading edge of chip design and technology is really moving to the car, Apple would still seem to be extremely well positioned to capitalize on that. Just look at how well received its M1 chip launch for iPads and computers was. Then again, the guy leading its car efforts internally, Doug Field, was just hired away by Ford. And as Bloomberg has reported, despite Apple starting the project in 2014, work on an autonomous electric vehicle is still in an early stage. Perhaps most telling of all is simply that Tesla has left its entire chip architecture discussion on the internet for any competitor to see. So yeah, I always like seeing Apple's new products and we will definitely be bringing all of the highlights to people during the shows this week. It just feels like each year, 
there's less and less at stake. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow the Exchange podcast. And you can always catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.